All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, buddies. It is summer, and part two of Curtis Glenn Cross is what we've got on tap for you today. Hope you've been enjoying these. We've had a ton of fun recording them, and I certainly think it's a nice little peek behind the curtain. You, you know, we, we as uh, people in the city watching the sport that love hockey, you see these names, you feel like you know these guys, and you've heard a bit of their story. But the longer-form stuff really allows you to dive in and get to know the individual, the things happening in their life at the time while we were watching them on TV. And I sort of find... Uh, the more time that passes between a guy ending his career and the chats you have, uh, the better they'll get a little more context for the human, the family life, and what was going on in the city around them. Okay, so it's part two of Curtis Glenn Cross again, live from the Tower Studios here in Marta Loop. Tower, Chrysler, Dodge, Ram, and Jeep, Southern Alberta, number one Dodge, Ram, Chrysler dealer. Yeah, we know that, of course. Here's what you might not know. They got an event coming up at the end of August. It is the Roar and Explore a chance to check out some of the best in Chrysler, Ram, Dodge, Jeeps. Check it out. Hey, and maybe you own one. You want to shine it up, show it off. 20 bucks to register your vehicle. That's it. And it's going to benefit Brown Bagging for Calgary Kids. I believe a lunch initiative for kids at school. Great cause there from Serge, Nikki, and the folks at Tower. We love it. There's also going to be food trucks there. Prizes for best in show. And, of course, raffles as well. And if you want more information, just give them a call at Tower. Check out their social media. Uh, there's a QR code where if you want to quickly sign up, it's all available for you. 
It's the Roar and Explore at Tower Chrysler, August 28. Now, part two with Curtis Glencross. So if I'm correct, you went Keenan, Brent Sutter, Bob Hartley. Yes. There's not a lot of uh, lovey-dovey, arm-over-the-shoulder stuff necessarily. <laughs> Those are three harder coaches if you had to put them in a box. Is that fair to say, or would that be miscasting any of them? You know what? I was, I, th- I think it was hard. Like, um, you know, everyone everyone thinks Brent was a real hard coach. Like, I, I didn't find Brent as a real hard coach. I thought, like, you know, I think most setters are in that same in that same scope, right? Like, they're if you work hard for them, you play hard for them. You know, they want they want you to succeed. They're a hockey family. They don't want to see anyone not succeed, mm-hmm. right? And uh, you know, I th- like I said, Brent's my favorite coach. I, you know, you know, I got along fine with Mike Keenan too. Mike was fine with me. It's you know, everyone knew knew Mike and how he was kind of thing. But he was he was the same thing. He was. You know, he was a demanding coach and more, more on the psychology side, if you want to say, right. Like, and, and that like try to push guys buttons different ways. Um, you know, I didn't get along with, I didn't get along with Bob Hartley and, and that's, you know, kind of what made my, my time in Calgary come to an end is, you know, I, you know, I wanted to, I was a team guy and I wanted to stick up for my, my teammates and, and, uh, you know, it's just somewhere, you know, it came down to the, you know, I think it came down to the reason, like, I think, uh, Bob pretty much just said to tree and, you know, I don't, I don't see him. I don't see him in my future going forward kind of thing with the team. And, and, you know, I had a no move clause at the time and I want to stay in Calgary and, you know, um, the late Ken King was, I got, I got, you know, I love Ken King and, you know, love the, you know, the, you know, how he rent, you know, his whole persona and, and, you know, um, just love the honesty of him. And I, you know, and I, it came to the point where, you know, obviously Ken, um, you know, passed and, but it was, it was, um, something where I, you know, I signed my second contract here in Calgary. I went for a horseback ride with Ken King yeah. just, and dealt my contract on my own. He's like, I see you as a, you know, uh, an Alberta boy guy in town that, you know, I want you to stick out and finish your career here. And so I, you know, I took a, you know, I took a, um, um, a hometown discount. If you want to say at the time, mm-hmm. I had another offer on the table at more money and in the longer term. And I chose to stay in Calgary because I loved the city of Calgary and I loved, loved playing, loved the Calgary flames, loved the organization. And, um, uh, you know, I wanted to be playing at home at home in front of friends and family every night. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny because, you know, Bob, the, the, the further his time in coaching passes, like the bigger that gap, the more stories were here. He, he was he was really tough on guys. And I, I feel like, uh, you know, it's not Bob's job to be popular and it's not Bob's job to be well liked by the players. It's his job to get the team to perform at a high level. And he kind of did with that 14-15 team in a sense where I think, they traded you at the deadline, but they also went on to make the plus. You had young Johnny Monahan. Um, you know, that, that was kind of that first iteration of those young guys getting in. But man, like he was real hard on guys. And, and it just felt like a lot of guys just said, this isn't for me. I don't respect the way this guy's going about his business. I don't know if he was as hard on guys, but he's, I, I think the, there's a whole respect factor. Like there's, you know, say one thing to the media, say one thing to different players and then say the opposite thing to you. And it was just, you know, it's just wasn't a, you know, I, it wasn't a real honest relationship. Like yeah. I said, you want, in, a, in, a, in a coach and a boss, you want someone that's honest with you and straight up with you and, and a good person. And I just, you know, I didn't have that relationship with Bob and, and uh, you know, ended up, you know, getting me out of Calgary, which is unfortunate because obviously he was gone the next year anyway. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I love my time in Calgary and want to be a Calgary Flame. Yeah. So you would have seen the transition then from you arrive and it's still like, again, the teams that everyone thinks have a chance to win. Mika, Jerome, you're here, you watch... Bomeister, Aginla, Kipper all evaporate over the course of, I think it was like six months, if I'm mm-hmm. correct. And then it's like the team's not as good. And this young core comes up with Johnny and Sean Monahan, a sixth overall pick, and some other pieces. I mean, you, you really saw the full life cycle of it from like very competitive, 
not so good. And it was coming back up at the time you left. That, that would have been interesting. Over those seven years, you got to see every sort of spot in the standing, so to speak. Yeah, I saw it all. Like I said, it's it's disappointing because we, you know, you know, we did have them good teams early. And and you, you see the guys, the young guys when they came in, like, like you said, Monty, um, love Monty who sat beside me in the dressing room for three years, right? Right beside me. And, you know, love the kid. Great kid. Johnny comes in my last year, or, you know, played a little bit with Johnny kind of thing. Um, but, you know, Sam Bennett was also here for a little yeah. bit too at the time. And, you know, see these young guys, these young guys come in and, and, you know, the that's one thing so cool about the game. The game is changing so much. And these young guys, they have so much energy and they have so much, you know, the, the skill and the speed that they do this, the, the way, the speed that they play the game. It's, it's remarkable. And it's, you know, you look back at, you know, when we were started out playing and, you know, it's pretty much X's and O's and like, you didn't try toe drag at the blue line. You, didn't <laughs> yeah. try, you know what I mean? Um, you're sitting your ass on the bench. If you turn it over that now kind of thing, but the creativity and uh, of these players now mm -hmm. and the game, it's, it's, you know, I, I like the the energy and the and the the way the skill and the way the game's going the speed of the game. Do I miss the more of the physical aspect? Absolutely. I think that's a big part of the game. Yeah. And um, it's it's something where you know it seems like anytime you make a big body check now it's all of a sudden it's suspension, suspension or yeah. something, right? And it's you know at the same time guys could keep their head up. Yeah. Right. And that is the one thing Rhett will say all the time here. We come in and we look at like oh here's uh, Ryan Reeves catching so and so in the trousers. Why is your head not up? Like Reeves is on the ice. Yeah. Get rid of the biscuit. Do not do this. Yeah. Like it's not just that, you know, these hits are like, oh, it's malicious and violent. It's that guys don't expect them and they, they're vulnerable as hell because they're not expecting to be hit. That's it. Like it, they're when they, the game, like it's changed so much. Like you, you know, I was, I was actually in Chicago this year for a game and um, one of the big defensemen uh, on the Blackhawks, uh, six, eight guy, he made a nice open ice hit like uh, against Vegas. I was there. Okay. And, uh, he laid him out, and I think it's Tornorty. Is Tornorty the big defense? Jared Tornorty. Yeah, yeah, he made an unbelievable hit. Like, it's okay. a clean open ice hit, right? And all of a sudden, it's, you know. Now we got to fight him and, yeah, and it's, penalties. But you don't – and, it, you know, I, I you know, there's there's fans, too, that love that side of the game as well, right? Of course. I yeah. understand. Like, there's – you know, the skill side is one thing, but to have the energy and have that compete level and, like, body check. Like, you get the playoffs, and, you know, playoffs you see a little more hitting, right? More mm -hmm. physicality. But during the regular season, it's, like you said, it's almost like a shinny game because you're not – there's and if someone does get hit, it's it's a bad hit or a suspension or that kind of thing. And guys are used to keeping their head down, mm. right? Um, you know, there was a couple of big hits in the playoffs, even right. Mm -hmm. Um, that all right, even veteran guys that got hit, yeah. right? And it's like, but the game's changed from them back then. They they're keeping their head up now. It's like, oh, well, I'm probably gonna get away with looking, you know, taking an extra second, looking down, whatever, right? So, um, yeah, games change. The third annual Honda and Acura Show and Shine is coming to Village Honda. Save the date, August twenty sixth. A Saturday as the finest Hondas and Acuras in the city will be on display. Family friendly and no charge for spectators either. If you want to register your vehicle, it's only 10 bucks. Love it. Visit Village Honda for more information and to register if you want to get your car in there. You can also RSVP all at villagehonda.com and proceeds go to the amazing Subi Foundation. And a reminder, they do have new in-stock inventory on the ground. Start your automotive adventures at Village Honda, where new vehicle pricing is MSRP. Get a trip voucher for two to Las Vegas when you sell Village Honda your car. All makes, all models, appraisals are complimentary and no obligation. Make money today by selling your car to Village Honda and saving yourself the hassle of selling privately. Located in the Northwest Auto Mall, villagehonda.com.
Did you know that Village Honda has a huge selection of used vehicles? All makes, all models, and for all budgets. With over 70 on-site and access to over 400 more vehicles in their dealer group, make Village Honda your one-stop automotive destination in Calgary. They're definitely worth the trip. Village Honda in the Northwest Auto Mall. The Hearing Loss Clinic was opened in 1993 with a simple mission make a positive difference in the lives of our clients. It's never been about hearing loss or hearing impairment. It's been about empowering you to be socially active or more connected with loved ones and confident in every aspect of your life. Men and women of all ages, and of course, children can suffer from hearing loss too. There can be serious health risks that are linked to untreated hearing loss, and you can get a peace of mind at four Calgary locations. Shaughnessy, University District, Northwest in the Crowfoot Business Center, and in the North Hill professional offices. If you've got issues with your hearing, come visit one of their four Calgary locations for an evaluation. They're the 2022 Chamber of Commerce Professional Services Excellence Award winner. Visit one of their three locations in BC. You can find them at Cranbrook, Creston, Fernie, Golden, and Invermere. Famous people that have swung by the hearing loss clinic, John Huffnagel, Lanny McDonald, Haley Wickenheiser, Peter Marr. It's worked for them and it can work for you. Check out their social streams on Twitter at The Hearing Loss or on Instagram at The Hearing Loss Clinic. You just turned 40. Um, it does feel like a long time ago that you went to Washington at the deadline. Um, you went to a team that uh, that had Alex Ovechkin. It was before they climbed the mountain. They were a team that sort of had this, they'd been painted with this brush. They, you, know, you can't win with those guys. And I always hate it when you hear that in hockey because it's so hard. There's only one winner every year. And Ovechkin's a goddamn star. But what was he like in 1415 when you show up at the deadline? Because he comes in as a brash young kid that's probably out having fun. And at this point of his career, you know, he's the savvy vet that's probably, you know, he's got family. Like where where was he in the life cycle at that point? When you arrive in Washington, what's Ovi and that Caps team like? So the Caps team is deep. Like when I got traded there, they're top team, top team in the East kind of thing. And, you know, looking to, you know, probably one of the top contenders to, to, to win the cup that year. And, you know, it's going, you know, I, you know, I got there, I absolutely loved it. Um, you know, first, first little while there, I was on a land with um, Brower and Beagle and yeah. uh, you know, first, first five games are awesome. Like we were producing, we were playing ton of minutes, that kind of thing. Uh, the fifth game or sixth game Beagle got hurt and uh, blew his shoulder out. And then, you know, it's tough when you're going into a top place team like that and, and an injury comes and then they kind of go back to the well. And so I kind of just got, slid under the rug and they went back and you know our line was so good and it could have been a key key line yeah. um you know in that run um but um they kind of went back to the wall and i ended up going down and playing fourth line there and just playing you know a role player and uh you know it was it was a good experience for me i was hoping obviously after that i was hoping to get another contract after that year um ovi was a Ovi was great. Um, you know, the guys in that room, they were such a great Nick Backstrom. Yeah. Um, them guys just, it was a great room, fun guys. Um, John Carlson, you know, that whole room is great guys to, you know, good, great guys to be around. Um, it was fun going to the rink every day. Um, we actually, we, we moved there and, uh, we were expecting, or we we're expecting Stratton, our middle son. Yeah. So we moved there and three weeks later we had him. And so he's our American. So he's, born. he's Washington born. How about <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah. yeah. So he's born in, in Arlington, Virginia there. And, but we actually lived, um, when I got there, I was living in the hotel and, and ended up that, uh, Ovi had an extra house that he had there that <laughs> his, uh, has. his parents usually were spend a lot of time yeah. there. So he had an extra, another house where his parents lived and they weren't coming back for the rest of the season. So we ended up renting his uh, house and it was perfect. We, uh, it was like a block and a half from the hospital. So we, my wife was perfect. in labor. We walked down to the hospital, walked to the hospital and, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was a good setup for me. Um, 
you know, we had uh, um, Carl Alsner and, and Niskanen. They I only had one vehicle there. So them guys were my, my Uber service. They picked me up <laughs> to go to the games and that kind of stuff. So it was, uh, it was a great group of guys and I had a ton of fun there. And, you know, unfortunately that was, that was the end of, I wasn't ready for it to be done, but that was kind of the end of, you know, end of my career there because the next year, uh, when I came up as a, a free agent, uh, the captain go up that year and there was guys were locked in at cap space and mm-hmm. there's a lot of guys that kind of got pushed out then. I was stunned and I know you weren't ready for it to be done. Neither were Flames fans. Everyone was shocked. They were like, look, I understand that there might not be a deal on the table right now. And that, that seems weird, but it is what it is. Uh, is there a regret that you didn't wait longer or was the writing on the wall? Like you went to Colorado on a, on a PTO, if I'm correct. Yeah, I went, well, I went to, I went to Toronto first. So my advice, okay. my agent at the time said, uh, go to Toronto. Um, we, I've been talking to Babcock and the, and the staff there and they're, I think it's a great opportunity to go. They had the young guys, so Nylander, Mar- Marner, mm-hmm. all them guys, uh, Zach Hyman, they were all rookies kind of thing coming in and, uh, or, you know, younger guys. And they were looking for another, you know, Dion was there. They were looking for another veteran guy. Kadri was there. Yeah. Um, and I went through camp and thought camp was going great. And, and, uh, Bab just called me in the one day it was kind of middle of the way through camp. He's like, he goes, my hands are tied here. He goes, I can't, I can't find the money to sign you for a deal he goes we'd have to make a trade and get a few young guys and that kind of thing even just to sign you so i'm gonna let you go now so because you, get, you get, another get another opportunity camp. and get to another camp which i, I love the honesty out of babs right and uh so ended up going to uh ended up going to colorado uh, or atlanta flew back into calgary that next day and uh was hanging out here kind of discussing what the next plan was my agent said stay patient someone's gonna call and then i uh, got a call that afternoon from colorado and uh, they were playing Calgary here the next night. That's so, right. Yeah, uh, wow. yeah, it was weird going to the dome, um, parking, other hallway, parking in the back lot, <laughs> and walking down past the past the homeroom to the visitors' room, and and coming on playing against Calgary that night. Um, so ended up going back there, and and it was good because you know obviously me, um, Iggy and Tangs were both in uh, both in Colorado at the time. Oh geez, wow. and uh, I thought it was going to be a great fit. Um, went and played exhibition games there, um, and. You know, we were at the point, uh, Patrick Wall was the coach. Um, we're at the point where, you know, Iggy and Tangs even mentioned to me, like, you should probably start looking, you know, just this is areas where we live kind of thing, oh, wow. you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And so I was, you know, browsing online, just, you know, waiting for, you know, an actual nod to kind of do it. And uh, we got home from Vegas. So we had an exhibition game in Vegas um, and got back. And it was kind of a weird, kind of a weird how it all kind of panned out and went down. But I got off the plane and, uh, and uh this the the team personnel guy like the pr guy went came up to me when i got off the plane and just said uh, yeah i'm gonna i'll be in touch with you tomorrow i'm gonna book you a flight back to calgary tomorrow so i never really heard from anyone Jeez. which was kind of a i don't know, seemed like kind of a shitty way to shitty way to hear it kind of thing and i called my wife that night when on my way home and i, I just told tanya i was like i'm you know, i'm done i think i just i'm good with it um ready it's time to time to move on and and my agent at the same time he wanted me to he wanted me to go and skate and, you know, skate with the juniors, with the hitmen or skate with someone and just keep Dinos, going. something, just yeah, keep you moving. Yeah. For a couple months. And he, was, he goes, something's going to happen next month. There's going to be injury or something like that. And then yeah. you're going to get a call. You'll be, be a guy there. And I was, I was at the point where, you know, he had three kids and I didn't want to be at that point. And Stratton was a baby and I didn't want to be at that point where, all right. So all of a sudden I get someone calls and I'm there and, you know, you're, on an entry level deal pretty much kind of thing or whatever man, sure. and yeah. up and down in the minors, like being away from the family. And I just, you know, at that point we were, you know, I was good with, you know, moving on. Are you good with it now? Do you, are, do you look back and be like, that was the right decision or is there a part of you saying, man, I just, maybe I should have given it more time, but also like your family guy, you had three kids at that point. This wasn't like a, 
28 year old single guy, just like, Hey, I, the paycheck's good. Like there was, there was a bigger consideration than that. Wasn't yeah. It, it would have been a different scenario. Like I had lots of offers to go to Europe too. And I, yeah. we just said, we're not, you know, we're not, um, we're at the point right now. We're not the stage right now. And, you know, I just, you know, going to Europe or that kind of, it was just prolonging the prolonging the retirement anyway. And, you know, it should have been great if, like I said, if I was younger and went and toured around Europe and that kind of thing and had some fun with it and took the family over. But with my two girls and then a newborn, it was like Tanya, we just got to the point where like, you know, it's not worth it to <laughs> ship the whole family over there and, and do that way. But it was, you know, it's, like I said, it was, for me, it was, it was, a uh, the transition out for me was, was good. Like, cause I was busy with the family, yep. um, that kind of thing. And, and, you know, to have a good support group at home with the Tanya and the kids, that was, that was a big part of it. Right. I, I, um, you know, I think that was, you know, I'm lucky to, you know, have Tanya and the family and, you know, for that transition, lots of guys have a tough time on their transition. Right. Yeah. And it's true. for me, it was, you know, we were so busy and had other things on the go and, and I felt like I was just as busy, you know, I didn't, when you get to the point, like even the next year after I retired, I was like, I don't understand how, you know, I thought I was busy when I played, but yeah. I'm busier now. Yeah. As you know a dad I mean? with three, are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. So a new, especially a newborn and your Stratton, your first son, like, yeah, you so probably it was, it was what, a time. Like five, three and one at that point. Like that's, yeah. that is full chaos. Yeah. So it was, it was, it, you know, it was time for us and, and, uh, you know, sure there could have been the ifs, ands and buts kind of thing. Right. But at the end of the day, it was, you know, we we're happy and, and, uh, it was a good stretch. It's time to discover or rediscover the legendary St. Eugene Golf Resort and Casino. Planning a golf trip, a romantic getaway, or maybe just some tranquility away from the city? St. Eugene is the answer. Hotel, championship golf course, casino, spa, restaurants, all of it nestled in the spectacular Rocky Mountains and just minutes outside of Cranbrook, BC. Visit their website, steugene.ca, and experience the history and heritage of the St. Eugene Golf Resort and Casino. The original Bonton Meat Market opened its doors way back in 1921, and all they've done since then is provide the highest quality product and treat customers like family. The very best AAA Alberta beef, free-range poultry, grain-fed Alberta lamb, milk-fed veal, and fresh Alberta pork. Once again, Bonton was voted the Calgary Consumer Choice Award winner for Best Deli Meat Market. Find them at 28 Crowfoot Circle Northwest or go to bontonmeatmarket.com. So when did you uh, turn more attention? Like you, you, you grow up, your family's in livestock. You play alongside Chris Russell. He's in sort of the, the rough stock game a bit. You end up holding a, a, a sort of a rodeo slash poker tournament event. Like when does that? Did it, was it a couple of years later? Is it right away? Like because that was always a part of your life. And then when you stopped playing, there was a little more, I don't want to say time because you're busier, but there's a little more focus on on that sort of side of what, what you wanted to do post-playing career. Yeah. So we, I started my charity when, uh, I believe it was 20, uh, 2012 or 2011. Um, you're still playing with for the Flames. Yeah, still time. playing. Yep. So I wanted to, you know, obviously wanted to get back. That was part of my, you know, one thing that, you know, the Flames organization, the Flames, you know, that was one thing that they really – it's not that they pushed on you that was something that they that was kind of their culture right yeah. be thankful um give back um support different charities that kind of thing and i wanted to do something to give back and so i started my um rough stock event and and uh, poker event in red deer and we did that for multiple years and and had a blast doing it um it was something where my brother-in-law and i um two of us kind of ran it and had a couple of committee members um and we just kind of ran with it and it was it was so it was fun i i enjoyed doing it love doing the rodeo love 
you know, helping out the Cowboys too. Like we had a, we had a good event with a good purse and, and uh, raised a lot of money for charity. So, I think you raised over a hundred grand your first year and you won the. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chat bot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Ralph T. Schofield Award for, yeah, we, for community work as a flame. Yeah, I think we're 180 the first, 160 wow. or 180 the first year. Um, we're coming on. So we, we did the rodeo for eight years kind of thing. And then we, uh, pandemic, pandemic started and we, so we ended up shutting it down for a couple of years. And then last year we started up again for the first year. So we turned it into rather than doing the rodeo side, which was a ton of work and, and that kind of thing. We went to more of, um, wanted to do stick with the hockey, hockey aspect. So we did a four team hockey tournament. Um, and then our, our fun money poker event after. So it was a great because it, it's been a great event. Um, we're hoping this year, we're going to year 10 this year. Wow. And, uh, you know, we're hoping to hit, reach the $2 million mark in 10 years. That's incredible. So, um, yeah, this year, we're going to make a big push. We want to, we were 200, I think 230 or $240,000 away from the 2 million mark. Wow. So we want to go with a splash this year and hopefully get that uh, 2 million, 2 million range in, in 10 years. And on top of that, you're, you're really active with the Flames alumni. What's that like? Because some of these guys are former teammates, but you also got a bunch of that 89 crew, which are a ton of fun. And those teams that go the distance together, you know, tight that crew is. Uh, the 04 crew, you just missed, but you played with a lot of them. What's your work with the alumni like? So I'm part of the, uh, so the uh, executive committee with the alumni here. So I was kind of one of the, the first younger guys to join on the executive committee, I guess Rhett would have been one of the first. And then, and then myself, um, you know, with that group of the 89 guys that kind of started the alumni group. Right. But it's uh, I, I love it. Um, you know, that's one thing here in Calgary, we have such a good alumni base and, you know, coming from the old 89 guys that have kind of take that, take it on and, you know, starting off with Pep and them guys and Lanny and all them guys starting out and Dana starting out with the golf tournament yeah. and, you know, transitioning now. And, you know, we, we have, it's funny, like you still have, 11, 12 guys from that 89 team that still live together or still live in Calgary and they're best buddies and, and uh, have a ton of fun together. And, and for, for me, I'm like, I'm, I'm, when I go to the events and listen to these guys and the stories that they have, right. I'm, I'm in awe still. Right. And, uh, love the relationship we have with the older guys, but now we have, we have a lot of younger guys coming in now and a lot more guys that are staying in the city and 
you know, not only we don't only take on Flames alumni, we take yeah. on NHL alumni that come on with us because, you know, I was fortunate enough this year to, you know, um, Jamie asked me, McCowan asked me to go down to Florida, the alumni meetings during the All-Star break or All-Star game. And so I went down there and, you know, big, one of the biggest thing is that disconnect between the current players and the, and the alumni and how we can, you know, that transition stage from being an alumni or from a current player to an alumni, how we make that transition phase easier for guys yeah. and help guys out and have that still that team. Cause that's one of the things you miss. You know, I think that's the, the biggest thing you miss right? is your team camaraderie and being in the dressing room, being with the boys and for a lot of our alumni chapters around the league to have that space and have like an alumni suite or an alumni dressing room or, um alumni lounge like you know there's teams like st louis where they have a dressing room where guys use that as a meeting place sure right it's almost like a little country club where they you know but having that atmosphere and with the amount of events and support that calgary flames and the foundation and our alumni groups do around the city we could be busy doing things two three times a week yeah. right with the requests we get and it's you know obviously you have to pick and choose the ones you you want to or that you can support and that works with your schedule but it's our with our group with the nhl guys the you know the Flames guys, NHL guys, we have a, such a good network of guys in Calgary, and we were we're able to do more events and give back. Um, I think that's one thing. Um, you know, pre post pandemic, is that um, you know the NHL and the Flames organization and the NHL kind of set the rule off, like through COVID that they didn't want teams, um, players doing much for community initiatives during the year and support and going out and doing appearances and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So a lot of that after the pandemic fell onto our alumni, which is great because it keeps our guys involved and yeah. and. Uh, you know, we're lucky with the, you know, the flame sales team here in Calgary. And, you know, we have anywhere from two to two to four or five alumni at every game that's yeah. doing around and doing visits and, and, uh, and, you know, they're making us be a presence in the community and, uh, you know, we're sort of lucky to have that after we're done. What do fans want to talk to you about the most? Like, is there a moment where you're like, I've told the story a million times, but people just eat it up. Like, you'll be at the dome and you're going to be signing autographs. People stop you. You probably can't get 10 feet without someone saying hi. What sort of sticks out is something that your career resonated with the fans? Um, I don't know if there's one thing that really stands out, you know, like I, I think a lot of it, like a lot of conversations we talked about earlier is like the teams we had in Calgary. How, how did we not, how did we not go further? How did we not win? How did we, you know, win cups, win championships, win titles? Um, you know, that's, that's one thing that really, that uh, was one question mark. Um, you know, you know. Obviously, you get story. You know, people always want to ask, "Oh, what's it like playing as Jerome? What's it like playing as Kipper?" Yeah, right. You yeah. know what I mean? Which you know, that's that happens all the time. Um, that being said, it's um, you know, I I don't know if I can. You know, I I love my I love my time in Calgary, as you know, and that's why I'm still here and being a part of the alumni and being so. But I don't I don't know if I have like a set thing that people always ask sure me, kind yeah. of thing but you know it's now it's you know the, the thing is too with the fans in calgary they're so used to seeing us around all the time um you know a lot of them now they're asking you what's going on with life now like yeah. what are you doing now with your time what are yeah. you you know where's what are your kids doing like because you know i remember you know and lots of people remember my wife tanya she was one of them people that or she brought our kids to every game you know for with the two younger girls um starting off here in calgary she brought every game because she's like for me, it's easier to go to the dome and go in the wives' room and have help from yeah. the other wives and girlfriends for a couple hours and get a break <laughs> yeah. and have some dinner and watch warm up and watch a little bit of the first period, then take the girls home to bed. Yeah. Right. But that was, you know, so it's funny. We go to the rink now and, you know, even the ushers in our same section 104 where we used to sit, they they see our girls now and they see Tanya. Oh, how the kids, how the kids. Right. So that's, you know, that's kind of the, the whole family the whole family perspective and you know how the you know i think the game's changed a lot too now because back then his family was kind of on the outside but now you see yeah you see the transition in the new era and 
there's kids in the dressing room all the time. There's like back then, like you're, you didn't really bring the kids around the dressing room too much, right? It was special when you got to go in the dressing mm-hmm. room, bring your family down in the room. But now it's then, you know, even I left, you know, my wife and I talk about all the time in warm up now, how the, you know, how the, you know, the, the guys now, they their kids are on the glass and they're th- like waving to them and having fun with them. And <laughs> back in the day, it's like, if you're doing that, you're not focused. Like, <laughs> yeah, get ready for the game, right? There's something to use against you. So you're like pretty straight and narrow. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's the games. Like I said, it's, I think the, the whole family aspect's uh, huge for me. I got uh, my wife, who knows your wife very well, and everyone that knows your wife is a huge fan of your wife. She's recited the five names of your kids. Are you okay if I read them? Like this is, I, I was trying to remember A, how many, and B, all their names. Can we give the, uh, see if she get right. it right here? Okay, so it's Carter, Paisley, Stratton, Briggs, Kaylee. Callahan. Callahan. Callie. Yeah. Callie. Callie. There it is. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so that's those, the those are good country names, A, but B, your family is an incredible family. You've been coaching your son Stratton, who I believe is around the same age as my guys, which means he's coming into his eight-year-old season, which is a ton of fun. I think stage has got a kid the same age. How much have you loved being a dad? And when you stop playing hockey, how much did you realize your wife's a rock star? <laughs> yeah, I, I give my wife all the credit in the world. She is a rock star. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I'd be without her. Um, you know, our family is is a huge part of our, you know. I guess our family is everything. Um, but it's, it's so cool now watching the kids and, and being on the other side and, you know, it's pretty cool. So Brow and Troy Brower, Matt stage and myself, we're all started, a um, started a 2015 age group team for our kids in Calgary here. So we're, we're um, going down that Avenue now and, and it's crazy. The hockey, like it's hockey, it's, it's changed so much and the creativity and all that kind of stuff, but it's, at the same time, it's we when we grew up, we played in our hometown. We played one thing. Now there's so many different avenues, yeah. so many different leagues to go on. So yeah. I'm trying to navigate that. I'm like half the time I'm lost. I'm like, it's a good <laughs> thing that we got three heads going together with stage and brow and I trying to figure out which routes or you know what way we should go. And yeah. and uh but we're excited. We're like I said, we we just um we got an HSL franchise this year for the first year. And so we're starting our own little group. So um our three our three boys are all the same age and we want to we want to you know, be able to play together. And, and, you know, that's one cool thing about hockey is your, your teammates, your relationships and that kind of thing. And, and for us to be able to go out and coach each other's coach each other with each other and coach each other's kids, it's, it's, it's fun. It's, it's a blast for us. I don't know if it's more fun for the kids or us coaches to hang <laughs> yeah. out together all the time, but we, we absolutely, yeah. it's, it's somewhere we, we enjoy going to the rink, love going to the rink and living through our kids. Outdoor dental dentistry with no needles, no drills and no stress. Dr. Jay Patel decided a few years ago that it was time to change the dental experience for his patients. Introducing the Solea Laser. This laser treatment is pain-free, will leave you feeling relaxed and comfortable. In addition, the laser is used to treat sleep apnea by increasing the tension of the soft palate to reduce snoring. In just two 15-minute treatments, you could be getting the amount and quality of sleep that you've been missing out on. Visit their website for more information and to book a consultation outdoor.dental that website again outdoor.dental the word is out madrose pub in royal oak has become one of calgary's best pubs and it's no secret why 20 beers on tap kid friendly saturday sunday and monday daily specials lunch specials some of the best food you're going to find in the city period burgers pastas steaks full entrees and proud to serve one of the best and most talked about pizzas in Calgary. Summer's here. Come enjoy the brand new patio. Check out their website. Maybe order some takeout. Madrose.pub is the website. 15 Royal Vista Place is the address. It's Madrose Pub. 
It's funny. I had, a, I had a buddy. He's like, oh, yeah, we played that, uh, that <laughs> stage in Glen Cross Brower team. Damn, they were, they were good. I'm like, how'd Stratton look? Like, looked like his dad. <laughs> He's a good player. It's it's funny. It's uh, you, you see the different tendencies in your kid. And, yeah. and like Tanya's like, she says, Stratton skates exactly like you. I'm like, well, yeah, but, you know, it's uh, little little things like that that, um, you know, obviously we don't see, but, you know, obviously Tanya watches, like, yeah, yeah. skates like you. And my dad and my parents, too. Oh, he skates exactly like you did. Yeah. So it's wild. And then it's fun. You get to watch them build those relationships and have those bonds in the dressing room that you got to have. Another generation that's got to be tons of fun. Yeah. It's, it's so much fun. I, my kid, he's, uh, I always bug him because he's the last last kid of the dressing room every single practice. I'm like, hey, buddy, let's go, let's get out of here. Like we we got to get home. And this he's, is familiar. Yeah, he just sits there and he's that's that's the way he is. He's just it's he's a social butterfly and he he's he's got such a cool little personality to him. He's you know he's intense. He's like like me. Um, has a little bit of short fuse and gets you know has has that that emotion. Um, but at the same time, he's you know he's one of them kids that's he's he's a perfectionist too, and yeah. he he. I don't know. He, that's just something about us. He's the way he's wired. That's yeah. It's the way he's wired. Exactly. You're yeah. uh, almost done a full year of a new gig. Uh, tell us about what you're doing now away from hockey <clears throat> and I guess how it came to be, how you like it. What are you doing now that uh, I, don't, I don't know if you want to call it your career, your another job or just, you know, a, something that takes some time here while you're coaching here and you're a family man here. Like, you're working with uh, Cardinal Point Sports Management. What are they? What do they do? Yeah, so it's for me. It's a uh, you know, it's a cool little transition. Like this is you know, what's one thing about hockey? Your career doesn't last very long. And for me, I knew I wanted to do something after hockey, and and uh, this is an opportunity that came about. Um, for me, it's uh, I've been a client of the company for um, twenty plus years, and uh, they approached me about coming on board. So our biggest uh, our biggest thing is that we deal with um, with hockey players and athletes of doing their cross-border taxes. Um, I call it a personal concierge service for hockey players. Yeah, um, sure. We do everything from paying their monthly bills to helping with disability insurances to helping them with their car insurance policies, their home insurance policies, their renter's insurance policies, dealing with banks directly. Um, pretty much anything on a concierge service for players, um, we take care of for them. So guys, guys, for example, lose their credit card on the road kind of thing. Yep. They rather than sit on the phone with the, with the bank and on hold, they call our girls in the office. They take care of everything yep. for them. Um, you know, crazy part is like people don't realize like when it comes to the tax side, um, you know, when you're a professional athlete and you're traveling around, you got to pay tax in every state you plan. So yeah, it's not just the home games. Not, there, not there's home 41 games, so. road games. You're yeah. filing taxes and, Different jurisdictions, so, provinces, states, and they're all different, right? Yeah. So to manage how many days you are in each in each state and uh, that kind of thing, and it's it's uh you know I, the cool thing about it is when you know they approach. Obviously, I've been a client for twenty years at the company, but when they approach me about coming on, it's more of a you know another aspect of my job is more of the mentorship side too. Um, you know, I'm not your coach, I'm not your player, I'm not your parent, I'm not your agent. I'm another voice and another ear that you can vent out on if you have issues um that kind of thing where i can you know be another another line of support for for player young players and and for me building them relationships now and and uh you know it's you look at agents and they're building relationships with kids at 14 13 years old it's now crazy, which is yeah. i seem is absolutely crazy but that's the way the game's gone and for me to start building relationships with these kids um so when they you know when they do sign a contract and it's and uh you know it's a it can, 
completely different life changer when they sign their first contract and money's coming in and and uh, trying to get them set up where they live. If they're going to be in the States, cutting ties to Canada, move down there, um, you know, important vehicles, like all that kind of stuff, right? So it's a it's a completely different aspect. And, you know, a lot of these kids, they don't, you know, um, and well, not only kids, but a lot of these guys that we deal with and clients of ours, they don't realize that, okay, with your career, your career, if you, if you run a 10 year career, you're doing really well. Beating the odds. Yeah. Right. Um, how, what's it look like from, um, post career to you get your pension at 62. It's a long time. And how do we bridge that gap and how do we monitor your spending? How do we advise you on, um, different business situations, different opportunities you have, you know, I know one thing I had friends all the time approach me about, Hey, why don't you invest in this company? Why don't you invest in this, that kind of thing right early on. And it's something where, you know, it's, we do business evaluation. So if they get to pitch something that comes to us, we do a complete business evaluation of it and is advise, this legit? Them. Is this not? Yeah, yeah. advise them on, is this make sense or does this not make sense? Um, we're staying away from this. This is something that intrigues us. So it's a, you know, it's a, you know, for me, I've like said 20 years and I I'm in contact weekly or, you know, with the girls in the office or, or, um, you know, our, our partners of the company and talking about that and, and always had that relationship. Like, you know, big, big part of my job is when our clients come to town, I'll take them for breakfast the day of a game or, um, take them for dinner the night before a game and just build that relationship. And, and if they have any issues that what's um, going on in your life, yeah, what do you need just help with? being a, you know, being, uh, you know, or you know, another lifeline. Yep. Right. And, uh, you know, like I said, for me, it's, this is a good transition for me. And like I said, I lived it through this company for 20 years and I, I want to help these young guys so that, you know, you don't hear horror stories of guys going broke or, you know, bad business deals or anything mm -hmm. like that where, you know, I want to look out for them and long-term for their family. Well, and it's nice that it's not just, Hey, this, I, this company I just met. No, they, they manage my money. I know how these guys work. I yeah. can vouch for them and trust me on this. And here's my experience in this situation. I think it's a great fit. We wish you the best of luck in that. Um, there's a couple of your old teammates that have new jobs, Craig Connor and Jerome McGinley. <laughs> what, uh, what are your thoughts on the developments of the last six months? A very different front office than the one we saw around Christmas. It is definitely different. Um, you know, it's great. Connie, uh, Connie's, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to play with both of them for a long time. Um, and you know, Connie's one of them guys that, you know, his, uh, his whole persona, his, you know, as a, a guy you see as a leader, um, that kind of thing. Um, and him coming in and, you know, leading the firm, he's been around a long time, put his dues in. Yeah. You know, I used to live, Connie used to live right behind me when I lived in West Hillhurst. And okay. I, uh, when he first retired and he started working out as a special assistant to the GM kind of thing, I never seen the guy. I saw his, like the girls and, mm -hmm. and, uh, his wife and the girls all the time. The girls babysat for us once in a while, but he was always Connie was on the road. Yeah. He was, he was on the road 20, 25 days a year. He's put his time in, you know, Connie is such a nice guy. And, and, uh, you know, that's one thing that, you know, he is, he is loyal, uh, you know, obviously bringing drone back in. He wants to bring some, you know, people around him that he knows and, you know, has that loyalty to, and, you know, put a group together. He's got, you know, he's done a good job and he's, you know, he's got mentors. He's mentored under, you know, so many good top execs in the game and learned the process and learned the role. Right. And, uh, you know, for him, I, I'm excited for him. I think Connie's going to do a great job. Um, you know, it's going to be, it'll be interesting this next year. You know, he, a lot of things have changed and, you know, players have demanded what they've wanted and they've kind of got what they've wanted. So now it's, it's in their hands, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's a whole new, whole new coaching staff, you know, not new coaching staff, but different new head coach, new head coach, a couple new assistants, um, new yeah. assistants. And, you know, it's at the point now where, you know, it's, it's on the players now. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, that was one thing when, 
when when uh, when Tree had brought in uh, Daryl, he's like, the coach isn't going anywhere. Like, we're going to figure out what's going on here yep. and to do that kind of thing. And you know, Daryl had his time, and and you know, he taught a lot of guys a lot of great things. You know, I was at a game this or right before the year before Johnny kind of left, right? And yep. you know, I was sitting there and warm up, and Johnny's dad was sitting there, so I went and sat beside Johnny's dad. He's like, you know what? Um, you know, he we kind of talked about the coaching and that kind of stuff. And he goes, he goes, he goes, I love Daryl as a coach. Daryl's done so much for Johnny as a player and you know, that kind of thing. And that avenue, right? And like you hear that from you know, guys, and you know, look at Johnny, look at Chucky, they've had some of their best careers under yeah. Daryl, right? And it's you know, that whole transition stage now. So it's you know, um, unfortunately didn't work out for Daryl with uh, you know you know the team last year kind of thing but now that they have that new step coming in and you know ryan's going to come in and do a good job and you know but it's on the players now so yep, it's time it is them, it's time for them to step up and that's you know that's where it's at now there's a few excuses that you can't fall on anymore it's time to for the players to show up and i think it'll be an intriguing year there's still lots of talent there and there is they didn't bring in a guy that they didn't like that the new coach is a guy the organization really likes that they've groomed to be mm-hmm. a hedge head coach ditto with connie as a gm uh, and they're first time guys, but they've been learning the ropes for a while. I'm Absolutely. fascinated to see how it goes. Yeah, no, it's going to be good. I'm, I'm excited to see it all play out. And, you know, obviously get back to your question really about Connie and Iggy, like Iggy's coming in, like, you know, Iggy's just kind of getting his feet wet now, I think. Mm-hmm. Right? Obviously he wants to, I'm guessing he wants to finish coaching his kids in Kelowna. Joe's and, got one more year yeah, at U15 so, or U15 age group. And then he's into the Western league. And yeah. I think you'll see a lot of Jerome, not that you haven't already, but once for sure uh, this time in a year. Yeah, exactly. Full time. It'll be, uh, you know, it'll be different, you know, different look again, right? And, you know, obviously, I think, you know, with them too, and their, you know, the hockey minds that they have, and the create, and you know, just with the two of them, like, there's a lot of experience there, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping that uh, in between the two of them and the rest of the staff, like, you know, they, the between the, you know, the pro scouting guys and the rest of management, they've been around a long time, right? And uh, to collaborate and. You know, it's but it's it's cool to have uh, you know two alumni in there now, and uh, you know, kind of taking over the ropes. Hey guys, it's Pinder back to the show in a moment. We're going to dive into a Betway bet of the day though, right now. And I'll tell you one thing: I've been thoroughly impressed with the Baltimore Orioles' work over the first two thirds of the baseball season or so. Best bullpen in baseball, best closer in baseball, deep lineup, maybe no superstars, but a lot of really solid players pitching staff maybe doesn't wow you but they just win guys they win hitting bullpen starting rotation i don't see a weakness they are plus 500 to come out of the american league in major league baseball's playoffs this year i mean they're third or fourth on the list for odds what are you talking about this is the best team in the al right now i love baltimore plus 500 to come out of the american league and head to the world series jump on that one hit the betway app 19 plus bet the responsible way betway Awesome to hear about your new gig. Uh, always great to run into your family. Great people. Uh, the amount of money you've raised in the community with your work with the alumni and your own, you know, poker, rough stock, hockey event as that's evolved over the years. Huge kudos to you. And I think, you know, I asked you what Flames fans would come up and talk to you about. I'll tell you one thing that everyone would agree on. Like everyone admired the way you played the game. Uh, you were physical. You played with a great intensity. You worked your tail off. You're a great flame and appreciate the sit down time today. Thanks for having me. It's uh it's been a long time coming. We've been yes plan- trying to schedule a date for a long time, but uh, you know, obviously busy and and uh, no, it's glad to get in. I look forward to coming back. Thanks right for on. me. Enjoy the rest of your summer. Thanks, buddy. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 